Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast and also Red Pill University with lectures. Right now, this is season nine. I wanted to bring back another season nine. I want to add this episode in here. I add another one. I'm going to add one more. I might add a few more in season nine. I want you to understand these are right here. That's what's going to motivate you. But first, let's get into it. It's moto time. Hey, remember, rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about it when it comes to tax time, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, pay your bills on time. If you do what you gotta do, do what you do, do it to the very best. Let me tell you right now, you are the most high value person. If you are one of my students, you know the routine drill. Get your notebook and you better start writing. Take notes, I always say, notes. It's what's gonna help you become an effective person. This is a business opportunity for you. You're going to become the most savvy business person there is. Let me give you my analogy and my assessment. Today is your day. You're not, you're, you're, you're tired. You're getting tired. You're getting sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's when you are going to wake up and smell that coffee, okay? All right? Stop dreaming the dream. Live, turn your dreams into reality. Turn the dream into reality. Yes, listen to me carefully. Turn your dream into reality. When you do that, you will become a high-valued person. You'll become successful. You take your dreams, you make them, you manifest them. Let me tell you something. This is what I want you to do. I want you to manifest your dreams. Wake up. Here's how you're going to manifest your dreams. I want you to get a notebook. Get a, you got your notebook. Get another one. If you're one of my students, you automatically know what's going on. If you listen to my podcast, that means you're one of my students. You're one of my high-value students because you know what's about to tell you. I'm about to show you how to manifest what you desire for you. Only for you because I'm going to help you manifest your desires. Listen carefully. You're going to write down. You're going to write down 15 times something that you really, really need. Good example, it is my desire. Or, oh, you don't have to write my desire. You can write, you can write down my bank, you can write down my bills, my bills have been, my bills are already paid and my bank account's overflowing with money. My bills are already paid and my bank account's overflowing with money. That's what you write down. I'm just giving that example. You will write something like that 15 times. Oh, but professor, I have a question. Yes, and professor has that answer. What if I write down and I made a mistake? Well, then what you do is you don't scratch it out. You just add another line. Let me tell you something. One time I was writing that down. What I just told you, what I told you, it, um, it is my bills are over. My bills are all, all my bills are paid and my bank account's overflowing. I had wrote that down 15 times. One day I was writing it and I was just, I was, you know, I was in that, I had that repetitive mind because I remembered it. So I was constantly writing it. Then I accidentally messed up on two lines. So you know what I did? I rewrote those two lines. Then I forgot that when I wrote it, I did not add something else. And I had to redo that. So I ended up writing that thing up to 30. I got, I got all the way up to 30. When I finally got to 30, that's when I had it perfectly the way I wanted it. 15 times. I wrote it 15 times. I wrote it 15 more times. 
literally 15 more times. That's what I did. I wrote it 15 more times. And because I did that, that I had to, it just, it just happened that way. I had to rewrite it. And I, and I didn't really want to rewrite it, but I had to because it was something that was irritating me that if I didn't rewrite it, I could have just left it as is and left the mistake in there, but I rewrote it because I wanted to have 15 good ones. And I had those in there, students, and they were perfect. So you're going to write down your desire. Write down as if you already had it. That's what you're manifesting. And you're going to get a clean notebook. I say get a clean notebook. Get something that's clean, that has no writing in it. Because what you're going to do with that notebook is you're going to take that and you're going to write that and you're going to write it until, until you achieve your dream. So let's say, let's say you go, hey, professor, but, but, but wait, professor. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I, I did what you asked, but I still have not received it. Get another notebook. Keep writing it. Keep writing it. What you're doing is you're taking your subconscious brain, you're taking your right hemisphere, you're taking your right hemi, your left hemi, and you want them to work in hemi-sync. Do you know what that means? Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung says that the mind and the brain works in simultaneously. When the, when the left brain and the right brain works, works together, that's called hemi-sync. Yes, you're learning something today. I'm telling you. You're gonna learn something today. That's called hemi-sync. That's where everything is in synchronicity. where everything is synchronicity. They're all synced together. And that's what that means. Hemi-sync. Yes. If you are a person, let me tell you this. If you meditate, I know a couple people that get into chi. They meditate, they get up in the morning and they meditate. They close their eyes and they and they get into zone. And they get into quiet zone where they try to they try to get to the point to where they achieve nirvana. Seriously, they achieve nirvana. I knew a couple of people, they achieved was one guy, he literally he meditated to the point to where he hit nirvana. And I mean he hit plateau. And that's right there. That, that is the oasis, that's the dream for most people. Is to hit the oasis of the plateau of hitting a drum, hitting Hitting, hitting it. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go here. And this person went straight into Nirvana, and this person went straight, went straight up there. It's straight plateaued. And he said he saw, and when he hit Nirvana, he said he saw some things that he wished he hadn't have seen. But he said he had no choice but to see them because when he hit Nirvana, he had to go and see that. And he said he saw it, and when he saw it, it literally shocked him about the things he saw. But he said he had to see him in order for him to witness Nirvana. And when he witnessed Nirvana, he saw the bliss. And that was what he was looking for, the bliss. Nothing else but that bliss. Yes, he was looking for that bliss. I'm telling you students, he was looking for the great utopian bliss. When he found it, look, when he found it, he said he, he actually, he said he actually found it. He said it actually made him, he, he, saw, he saw a few things. Now I'm gonna tell you, there's another little thing you can do to get, if you wanna get into um, chi like that, you wanna get into hemi-sync like that, you can try ayahuasca, 
You can try DMT. I'm not recommending it, but you can try that. You can try DMT or ayahuasca and all those other all those other kind of you know drugs and stuff. You can try those. Some people try marijuana. Nah, I wouldn't try. I I don't I would not recommend getting into any hard stuff. Don't do that. Trust me. Don't. I'm not advocating getting into anything hard. You can try ayahuasca, you can try DMT. You can try there's another because you know we have DMT in our body. So you can actually you can actually get that you can get that naturally from your body. And there's a way to do it, but I couldn't I don't know how to tell you how to do that. And there's MMDA whatever like um, there's a lot of stuff that I'm just telling you. You can get that stuff naturally. There's some there's another one besides ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, you gotta go to a shaman to get that done. There's peyote. That's a natural thing, but you gotta get that from a you gotta get that from a shaman. And that's from a Native American students. And that right there, once you get once you get with a shaman, you will see things that you really don't wanna see. Seriously, he's, he's gonna scare you. That shaman is going to scare the living bajazas out of you. I'm telling you. You're going to get your bajazas scared out of you. Truly, you are. You're going to be so petrified. Because you're going to see things that you never should have seen. Let me tell you something. There's also, you can also do this. Um, this one right here, if, you don't, if you're not a druggie like me. I don't do drugs, sorry. The only drug I do is I, I do drink coffee and I every occasionally have a cigarette. But that's about it. No druggies. I do like neurotropics. So I do like modafinil and omrofidil. I do like those neurotropics. I do take those. I do take um, a lot of supplements and stuff like that. Like I have, like I do like uh, maca. I take that. It's a supplement. I like it. I take it. It's good. It helps me. I'm the happiest person in the world. I'm a, I'm a happy green camper. That's what I do. Yes, that's me. So there you go. We good. Now, let me tell you something. This is something that I always tell people. I take those supplements because I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to be a healthy person. I'm not getting any younger, I'm only getting older. So I take those just because I want my brain to stimulate my brain. So I gotta work it. You know the old saying, let me tell you something students, use it or lose it when it comes to your brain. You need to use it or lose it. So, like I told you now, I just told you things that you can do to better yourself, whatever. You choose whatever you wanna do. If you're a druggie, hey, my power to you, I don't care. You know me. Hey, I'm your professor. Professor don't care. The reason why I don't care is because, you know, it's not my thing. It's your thing. It's your life. Your body, your life, your choice. You do whatever you want to do. Okay? Okay, cupcake. We good, cupcake. Thank you. Good job. Now, let's get back. Allow me to tell you something. Let me tell you two things I want you to know. I want you to know one. I want you to know two things. If, you, if your right hemisphere of your brain and your left hemisphere of your brain gets together and they get in hemisync, guess what happens? You will, your brain will start working in harmony. When they work like that, they work in harmony. That means they work in a bliss. Meaning that you will see, you will see things for what they are. You will see the reality for what everything is. That's what you will see. You won't see no negativity. You will see everything only in positive, positive form. That's what you will see. And that's the part that I tell everybody. Once you get that way, 
I knew this one girl, she literally, um, <clears throat> she got this video. She got this, um, she bought this um, audio video. It's called Hypnosis. It's called um, OBE, Outer Body Experience. Or better known, it's called OBE, it was OBE or a AP. It was OBE slash AP. And everybody's like, what the hell is OBE, AP, what the hell is that shit? Professor World? OBE stands for Outer Body Experience. AP is Astral Projection. She wanted to astral project. So, she learned how to astral project. The part, the, part that, the part that really was shocking about it was when she learned how to astral project, it's, it, 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 I, I'm gonna tell you like, like, I, like I tell everyone else. It scared her because when she astral project, she learned how to astral project. And the thing about it was, when she, when she asked me about that, when you think about it, I said, I'm, I told her what's gonna happen. You gotta listen to it for at least a, a month. One month, 30 days, straight, every day. Before you go to bed, when you go to bed, listen to it. Go to sleep, listen to it, all right? She did that every day. She didn't miss a night. She, she said, I made, she said, I made a come. She said, I may came home drunk. And I still went to bed listening to it, even though I was drunk from partying and stuff. I told her, doesn't matter. Still listen to it. She did. She followed the instructions. She did exactly what I told her. I helped her. I said, that's what you got to do. You have to listen to it. Follow the instructions. She did. And it, and, and it did, and it, and, and it worked. Because here's what happened. <coughs> she sat there. And when she sat there and listened, she listened. On the 30th, on the 30th day, I told her, when you, hit, when you hit 30 days of listening to it nonstop, all I want you to do is go to bed and I want you to set a place that you need to go visit. She said she wanted to go visit, she said, I want to go visit Catman. She wanted to go visit Katmandu. And I'm like, and I'm asking her, and I'm like, why do you want to go there? She said, because I've never band but I've always seen the pictures so she actually she went she astral projected there and she saw things there that only a person who has been there have seen you know she literally went there she went up she went up to the Himalayas she took the trail and climbed the Himalayas she was following someone while they were climbing telling you that's what I'm talking about, students. That right there, Bennett, I mean, that person just went up the Himalayas. And she's, and then later on, I say about, I say about, about four years, about three years later, she saved up her money and got a, and got a hiking expedition. She went on a hiking expedition to climb the, to climb the Himalayas. Yep, she went up there, she went up to climb the Himalayas, Mount Everest. Up in the Himalayas, she wanted to climb it. So she literally, she stacked up her money, saved her money up, and she literally climbed, and she literally went to go climb it. When she went there, she she literally, in her, um, and when she astral projected, she put, she wrote her name and the date. And that was four years past. When she went up on the mountain, there was this, there was this little rock face where everybody can write their names and stuff. She wrote her name on this rock. Yep, she wrote her name on this rock. 
And, there's, and that's what she did. She wrote her name on this rock. And she did. And then, and then when they came up there, there was her name on that rock. And everybody asked, how the hell did you do? I thought you said this was your first time. It, it is. But she said, um, in my, I asked her rejected here. Out of everybody there, only one person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I got you. Out of, out of all that, one person believed her. Said, oh, yeah, I believe you. Because there's my name. She said, look, there was, there was hers. It was another lady. See what I mean, students? Sometimes you're going to have to put all shits and giggles aside. Sometimes you're just going to have to... You know, grab the bulls by the horn. You know, and just just do those things. And I mean, this person right here, she she called me. When she got back, she called me. She got back to her hotel after she climbed up Mount Everest and stuff. She hit the summit. No, she went to she she went to the peak. That's where she wanted to go. She didn't want to climb because she didn't think she had enough guts to get to the top. So she got to the peak, got to the summit where she wanted to go, and then she stayed there, and then she came back. That's all she wanted. And they were saying, do you want to go to the top? She was like, no, I did what I want to do. So she stayed where she was at while everybody else climbed. She was the only one there. She realized something when she was sitting there. She was like, damn, I'm the only one going to be here by myself. And I don't want to be by myself. So... So she turned around and said, hold up. She grabbed her stuff. I'll leave my tent here. I'm going to climb up. I'm going to go up there with y'all. So she grabbed her bag and everything, and she climbed up with him. She didn't need, she didn't want to go up there, but she didn't want to be by herself. So she went up there, students. I'm telling you, she climbed it. See what, what, what that tells you? It's called, she, she sat there and she did it. She said if she was going to do something, she went out and did it. Yet, yeah, it didn't happen like overnight. It didn't happen like tomorrow. It didn't happen like yesterday. It didn't happen like today. It happened when it happened when she put her belief in it. Like I told you, she manifested, and and she did. And then she when when I when I talk about the manifestation, like I told you, you write that down fifteen times. Yes, I know it, it, it's going to hurt you. Yes, it's killing you. Yes, trust me, you're going to hate me for that. Why do I got to write this? Because you need to. I'm telling you, I'm your professor. Your professor, I know, trust me, you really need to write that down 15 times. I'm sorry that it happened that you have to write it 15 times. That's just the way it is. Okay? That's the way it is because you need to write it 15 times. Because that's going to help you. That's going to help you, okay? When you write it 15 times, that's going to help you. Because you know why? Because writing it 15 times is what's going to make it, what's going to make or break you. Trust me. And you're going to need that. All right? I'm telling you. Shit, you took your time. What the hell? And, oh, sorry. I was looking at something. I was thinking about something. Sorry, sorry, students. I apologize. You know, I... Like I tell you, when you listen to my podcast, I'll be doing other things while I'm talking to y'all. I just do that. That's just the way my lectures are. You know, now listen, like I said, she manifests what she wanted to do. And it actually benefited her because her manifestation worked. 
because what she wanted, she got it. A lot of people asked me, how do you figure that she got what she asked for? Because why? Because she put her belief system in there and she believed. When you believe something so wholeheartedly, you will not, everything will work out. Everything works out perfectly. Yes, everything works out perfectly. I'm serious. I had, uh, I'm just telling you, let me tell you something that I did. I did the manifestation, I wrote it down. Like I told you, I wrote that down. That's what I did. I had some bills. I just got to get these bills paid. Guess what? I wrote that down. My bills got paid. Another one, let me show you another way you could do it too. This is one of my really good friends. My really good, it's a really good friend of mine. I was in the military. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about me this time. Okay, it's all about me this now. It's me time. It's my turn. It's, it's J.R. Bell's turn. Yo, professor. No, I'm just kidding. No, but really, seriously, this really happened. One of my really good roommates, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was a cook in the Marine Corps. Um, I was stationed at a, I was stationed with a unit called 3rd LAR, 3rd Light Armor Reconnaissance Battalion. I was with Headquarters Battalion, HB, H, HQ, HQB, Headquarters Battalion. And because I was with Headquarters Battalion, because <clears throat> um, I was with Headquarters Battalion, that's where I was. I was with Headquarters Battalion, I work, that's where I worked at. And I, and I did good there. Because I was with Headquarters Battalion, I did good. And, and I stayed at Headquarters Battalion because Headquarters Battalion was one of, was a really good battalion and I worked in the mess hall. Worked in a dining, I worked in a dining facility, commissary. You know, dining facility, the mess hall and stuff like that. And I did and I worked good. Everybody, you know, was good. You know, hey, we, we did good. I mean, I did good there, working there. And I made a lot of money and you know, hey, I was good. I was made, made rank and everything, made a lot of people. My roommate <coughs> told me one time, he said, because <coughs> he's an avowed Muslim. His name was Muhammad, Muhammad H. Safar. That's how I know his name. That's how I knew his name, Muhammad H. Safar. He told me something that I did not, I could not believe, I didn't believe him, but he said, I'm gonna show you something. He said, I'm gonna show you something about faith. Now, this is for those who are not biblical. If you're not a church kind of person, hey, you ain't, you, you, but you need to listen anyway. If you don't go to church, it's not about going to church or anything because it's whatever. He just told me, he said, I'm a devout Muslim. He said, I'm going to show you something about what, what the power of prayer does and the power of giving and the power of doing without. That's exactly what he said, doing without and prayer. So what he did was he prayed five times a day. That's what he said he had to do. So he had to pray five times a day. And I, I was like, okay, that's good. You know, I, I'm one of these ones like, okay, I can understand that. Second thing he had to do after he prayed five times a day, he literally, literally did this. He went on a fast. He went on a total fast. And that total fast, he gave up a bunch of, he gave up, he gave up eating. He gave up eating food throughout the day, only at night. That's the only time he could eat, was at darkness. That is exactly what he said he had to do. He wouldn't, he couldn't eat any, he couldn't eat nowhere in the daytime, only at night. That was the only time he could eat. So at nighttime, he couldn't eat no, nothing in the daytime. He could drink water. That's about it. And that's all he could drink was water. 
So, so if you, so if he had water, he was good. But if he had something else other than water, he couldn't have it. So they, they literally froze because they were like, "Wow, I don't, I can't understand that one. This is gonna shock me. I don't believe this. Whatever, like, 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 whatever. You know, you know my thing." So he sat there and he was like, "Wow." So he, he just stood there and he was telling me, watch what happened. He said which car that he had. He talked about his car that he wanted. And he said, I'm gonna get this particular car that I want. So he showed me the picture in this magazine. That car is gonna be delivered to me. He did what he did and guess what? Within um, three months, that car was delivered. He did a 40, he did a, he did a 40 day fast. But I say three months because it took, you know, they had delivered. They, they, they sent him, a, they, they called him. They literally sent him a letter saying that the vehicle's here and that he, um, that he's waiting on it and that he can get the vehicle, they're gonna deliver it to him. So he had to wait for it. So he waited. He had to wait for the vehicle and the vehicle was coming. Once he waited, he got the vehicle and they delivered it. They had, a, they had put it on flatbed and they delivered it. Brand spanking new, he was signing papers and everything. And it was paid for. Power of believing. He said, when you believe and you can, when you believe it, you can conceive it. And I, and that day right there, when I, that day right there, when he did that, that made me a believer of the universe, of how the creator of the universe, because he would always say, you know, like he would say, I know that you're not, he go, I know that you're not Muslim, so I won't say Allah. So I would say the creator of the universe. The creator of the universe. How's that? That makes it more sensible. I said, you can say a lot. I mean, I mean, I'm your roommate. I'm your buddy. We're roommates. But he said, but because we had like in our room, we had we had um, we had four roommates. It was uh, four roommates. We had we had two. We had four wall lockers, two bunk beds. Yeah, that kind of that kind of thing. And I, and I asked the room I was in. I had two bunk beds and he had a room, you know, stuff like that. But we shacked, we stayed like that. And that's the way it was. So that's how it was. And we um, did it good. You know, we had four roommates. But then once um, the unit went overseas, they took out the, took out the one bed and took out the other locker and they moved it, moved it out and there was two people in the room. It was, it was a, normally a two man room, but they made it a four red room whenever they were back from Units on deployment, UDP. Unit on deploy, on deployment. That's what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking military. I ain't gonna do that. I'll do, I'll do that. I'll do it. You know, I'm gonna do a podcast about that. I should. I might do it. But like I said, so me and Muhammad were good. He were, and the weird thing about it was he couldn't he couldn't eat pork. He doesn't eat pork, he couldn't touch pork. So you know what? Whenever we would have like bacon or we do like Yankee we do like pork roasts and stuff like that. And have anything to deal with pork, like pork ribs or stuff. He couldn't touch it, even though he's a cook. He just couldn't touch it. So you know what they did? They would, he would, he would always come over. He would go, he would go, hey, he would say this, hey, Bell. He would go, hey, Bell. Because in the military, they never called you by your first name. They never would say, hey, J.R. Bell. He would just call me by my last name. I knew his name was Muhammad. So far, they would always, I would always say, well, what up, so far? He would go, hey, I, I don't do, you know, the pork. Oh yeah, I got it. The switch. And we would switch. Well, whatever I was doing, he would do. And whatever he was doing, I would do. Because we would come in and our name would be on the board and it would say what we were doing. And they always would say, let's say, let's say that we are, um, 
we're doing something um, creative. Like, let's say um, we're doing be- in the morning breakfast. You don't want to be on the grill making the eggs and the omelets and stuff. You want to be in the back, you know, doing stuff. You can, you can switch with someone, you know. You can switch with someone and things like that. And so I personally would always want to switch. I always, I never wanted to switch. When I got on the grill, I stayed on the grill. The reason why I stayed on the grill is because I love being on the grill because it taught me how it taught me how to interact with 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 um with customers a customer service thing even though they were all marines you know they it was just customer service that's all it was it was just customer service you know the interaction with customer service that's all it was that's basically what i did i learned how to do that you know and it helped me become a, an effective better person and everything seriously i did i learned how to be a better better person yes you know, and that made me more understanding and more high, high value in everything. It made me become more appreciative for everything that I did. So I learned how to do things correctly. You know, yeah. Now I tell, now I'm gonna tell you something right now. This is something that I want you to understand students. I need you to look at this. If you decide that you Hold on, let me do something. Hey students, I'm back. Hey, look, li- listen, hey, check this out. Let's say you're, you're, you're probably all like this. Well, you know, I believe what the Bible says and God and, and he is the creator and the universe and all this stuff. Listen, when I say, when I talk about the creator of the universe or I talk about Allah, I, I, I always use other religions because I like to be more eclectic. I'm an eclectic person because I want to understand how the world is like I, like I, like I meditate and I follow chi. And I do chi and all that stuff. That's what I do. You know, I follow chi and I, you know, manifest the things that I do with chi and stuff. And that's what I do. Oh, what's it? Oh, huh, not bad. Yeah, okay. So. So, and I follow the chi and everything, and and I do. And I follow all the rules that everything's supposed to be done. You know, I don't I don't miss nothing. I keep everything in in sync. I I I, I try to eat right. Oh, that's not going to happen. But sometimes I will try to do everything within reason. You know, to be in sync within with a line with the world and the creator and stuff. So I try to do everything right. So the reason why I'm telling you all that is that a lot of times y'all, I hear a lot of people always, a lot of my students sometimes always ask me, well, professor, what if I don't believe? Then it doesn't work. See, it doesn't work. See, here's the catch. You got to believe it, that it works. If you believe that it works, let me, uh, I'm going to give you an analogy. Okay. I had a student one time who did not believe in sigils because that person said, I don't believe in sigils. They're just coincidence and stuff. It's like a Murphy's law. What will happen will always go, what will go wrong goes wrong and stuff like Murphy's law and stuff. That's what the person said, Murphy's law. What, what will go wrong, always go wrong. Things like that. So, so I, um, so I, so I told this person, let me, let me change your perspective and way of thinking. 
And I said, he said, what do you mean? I said, here's what I want you to do. For one month, all I want you to do is do, all I want you to do, do some sigils. Draw some sigils. That's all I want you to do. Just draw them. For one month, do one a day for 30 days. And every time you draw one, put one in a book. Hide it somewhere. So he did do, he did a sigil. He did the technique I showed him because I'm pretty good about telling him, you know. So he did the technique. He did everything I told him what to do. He did it good. He was good. He turned around. After he did what I told him, after I told him, after I did what I told him and stuff, and he did everything right, he followed the rules. He, he, he still didn't believe, but he did. He just did what I asked him to do for 30 days, one a day. He had 31 sigils that he drew. He actually hand drew them and did them the way I showed him and stuff with the paper and everything and cut it out. I'm going to do a podcast on that one. If, you, if you're one of my students, you probably went down that rabbit hole and went back and traced it. You probably found one of my episodes. And I did have an episode on how to do sigils and stuff. So if you need to know how to do that, go look, go look at one of my episodes. You'll find it. But he went down that rabbit hole and he just literally went, in, went, went head first into it. And when he went into it, he literally was good. He was good. He went straight into it. Seriously. He went down that rabbit hole, students, I tell you what. He went down there so head first that he just, it was just one of those things that he had to do. After the 30, after the 31 days, I told him, forget about it. Just forget about it. Don't even think about it. He didn't, he forgot all, because he was the type of person, he forgot about it. After the third day, he forgot about it. Six months later, I said, you're gonna pick up a book or something. Whenever you pick up a book or anything that you need to do anything, that's when that's gonna you're gonna see it. You gotta you gotta go charge it. I showed him the way that people charge it. I showed him all the different methods. And I, I gave him I gave him a list of methods to try. Try one at a time. See which one you like. And and so he tried it. And and the one he liked the most was the he picked one that he liked because he tried each one. You know, every time he found a sigil, he would try him until he found one that he liked. You know, the hard one was making, trying to, trying to get his girlfriend to make him laugh. Girlfriend couldn't make him laugh, which is now his wife. Couldn't make him laugh. She tried, but couldn't, you know, and he was like, because he was an unlaughable person. Seriously, I'm telling you students, it's one of those things. So what I tell you, it, it finally found the one that worked and that one worked with him and he literally, charged one he charged it threw it away he charged it and he burned it in a little little bowl and let it sit and everything and then after he did that he turned around he turned around and that right there was the day that he started believing in sigils because he, he did one for something important and the one that he did was he did one for his um for his sister because he was asking, he was asking the sigil. He didn't ask about God because he, he goes to church and stuff. He said he needed some extra help. So that's why I gave him the sigils to help him. He asked us, he asked them, he asked the sigil because he wanted a sigil to help his daughter. Not his daughter, I mean his um, sister. His sister to get something important. And what she, what, what she needed was she wanted a new liver. 
his liver wasn't good enough because they weren't they weren't like um, perfect match. They were they weren't a good match. Dad wasn't a match. Mom wasn't a match. Both of them were they biologically hers, but they she had a rare blood type, and it was like they skipped genes and stuff in here in the family. So that was what it was a rare blood type, and that's what she had a rare rare blood type, and that's what she got, you know. A rare, rare blood type. And that blood type was the type of blood type that she needed a particular type. And it was like really a genetically altered type of blood type. That kind of thing. So <coughs> that helped out, you know. So there. He did a sigil and ended up getting someone who was a blood match. That donated a part of their, kid, part of their liver to his um, sister. Sister was a little, she was young. She was small enough, she was young enough that a small piece would actually help because it it can get bigger and grow. And that's what they did. You know, that's what they did. And it got bigger and it grew. Literally, it grew. Really. And it manifested and he said, he thanked me. That's one case, students. Hey, this is your professor. This is Dr. J.R. Bell. Well, I got your six podcasts and Red Pill University lectures talks. Gonna tell you right now, I, I will I, I really love you. I'll catch you around and I'm gonna tell you right now this this right here. I will see you in another podcast. Alright, Bravo 6, going dark. <laughs>